Good morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to the Bloody Disgusting Network. The following show is just horrifying. Beware. My friendship to all of you precludes my involvement with any one of you. But if you want to make love, then I do too, and I'll be right there behind you. Greetings, constant listeners, and welcome to another episode of The Losers Club, a Stephen King podcast. I'm your host for today, Michael Quizshow Rothman, ready to test our might, not with a game of Mortal Kombat, but a game of, (laughs) or should I say, mortal game of trivia. Yes, we've got a special guest today, author and musician, Dave Musson, who just published his essential tome for constant readers and constant quizzers everywhere. It's aptly dubbed the ultimate Stephen King quiz book. The 400 page, the 400 plus page book features more than 3000 questions spread across 172 unique 19 question quizzes that cover every published King book. In addition to just about every one of the movies and TV shows made about his works. So yeah, Dave's not lying when he calls it ultimate and who better (laughs) than the losers club to put his work to the test, which is exactly what we're going to be doing today. Dave is here and he's going to quiz, 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 quiz. Quiz. <laughs> Just waking up clearly from Thanksgiving. Jesus. He's, he's going to quiz us, your trusty losers. And uh, we'll either be proud or, as Caffrey's been uh, emanating here uh, on Zoom, <laughs> embarrassed. Uh, so uh, hopefully the former, and probably the former, because I've assembled a killer catet. Now, we know he's no stranger to the six string. <laughs> he's, he's no mystery man to the ways of the music. Uh, Rock and Randall, tell us, are you a trivia guy? Do you go to the trivia nights a lot? Uh, are you a fan no, of trivia? I'm horrible at trivia. And <clears throat> it's funny because I always say if I'm ever going to do trivia, it better be with Mike and Justin. They're the trivia heads, I think. Although, Calf, I'd say you're a trivia. I, th- I think you're a trivia... You have a trivia brain. I don't think mm-hmm. I have a trivia brain, but like, I have this funny story I wanted to tell that we did. We all did Seinfeld trivia. Once. I was going to say this, this story. Like, I'm glad you <laughs> the go story's for it. Very Please funny. go for it. Yes, I know more about Seinfeld than probably Stephen King, and I still mostly sucked at it. But we did win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the final it turned question, into a, it turned into a curb enthusiasm episode. Yeah, the, yeah. because we got the fun. They they had you rank five five episodes in the order they aired we got it correct but they said we were wrong and we were the assholes who went on wikipedia and like showed it to the quiz master to prove we were right and we were and the guy but the guy had already given out the prize so he just gave us 20 dollars and then he (laughs) and then he walked away he like like, you know with like uh his his shame we weren't Um, trying to be assholes but no the print we kept saying it was the principle the principle yeah it literally turned into i guess you could say it was it turned into a seinfeld episode but it felt very curb at the moment because 
we were well, all very, it's always sunny because we were like the belligerent assholes we were, in the barn. Yeah, we were kind of assholes about it, but it was fun. Um, but I'm glad no, you I, brought I, up that story because that's what I that's enjoyed, the first thing I go to. Is when yeah, that. I enjoy doing trivia with friends, but I I'm like I can't be the guy that you expect to be good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but occasionally I can kind of sneak one in. So yeah. I, but it's Justin is the ultimate trivia head. So. He really is. He really is, and he wanted to be here, but uh, unfortunately, he was he's out in Seattle. Um, with uh, I'll give you a little trivia. He's out there um, searching for Twin Peaks locations, only going out there for Twin Peaks locations, not for family or anything else like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, go follow him on, I think it's Justo Gerbo on Instagram, and you can see all the locations that he's gone on, some amazing photos. Uh, Jen, now, would you say that trivia is all the rage in your life, pun intended? Um, yes, this is Gen 2, the Rage Adams, and I am just raging for trivia. Uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I oh, okay. um, was obsessed with playing Trivial Pursuit when I was a kid. And I, you know, that game lasts like nine hours, oh, yeah. but I would always try to make my family play with me. And now Corey and I watch Jeopardy like just about every night, like at least four nights a week. So, you know, he's real good at the the boring stuff, like the states and like geography and I don't know, sports stuff. And I'm good at everything else so he's <laughs> he like too, are you the rosie perez of the two of you <laughs> now i make that as a reference to white men can't white jump, white men jump. Can't jump. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean you know i would like to say i'm the rosie perez of the two of us although he baseball is more his sport but oh, okay you know yeah. i yeah we we always, I, I feel like so i used to be a pretty frequent trivia or I guess that's what you call it. trivia trivia fan. I guess or yeah, you know, I don't know whatever. Mm. Um, but we would go to bars a lot, and I feel like uh, Justin was always the baseball guy for us. I'll, oh always. yeah, yeah. Mm. So at least actually always the sports guy. I felt like if we had him in their corner, he not only does he knows everything about you know anything, sports is always the the go to. Like it was like okay, there you go. This is it. These six questions are all you. And it kind of sucked for him because it was like, you know, no one else could lean on <laughs> yeah. on sports. It was literally just all on him. Um, also huge on sports is uh, Big Apple, Big Brooklyn, Big Caffrey. Um, I know you're a big sports head. Are you a big trivia fan too? <laughs> uh, fun fact, uh, you know, the LA Dodgers used to be the Brooklyn Dodgers. It's where true. I live. That's about oh. the extent of my sports trivia. I know it's about true. sports players' personal drug issues and things like that yeah no you're uh, like michael jordan played basketball and uh, (laughs) yeah pretty much uh you look this is dan dracula caffrey i'm pulling out the dracula moniker (laughs) you'll see why in a little bit okay um love trivia uh i don't want to brag but well a few things so for my money the best trivia in chicago is at the globe pub globe still around right on irving park oh yeah we did that Uh, we did trivia yeah we still always go out and do the guy i mean it's like very hard trivia it's almost like you don't the old you don't know jack games because of the way the guy the host dave i think his name is words everything so it's like it's almost a puzzle to think about how the questions are being phrased as much as what the answers are which i really appreciate and uh yeah when me the gerbers Chris Acevedo, maybe Randall came along. I, I don't know. When we went there, we were unstoppable. Uh, we won a couple times. It's pretty great. But my proud trivia moment was when Susan and I moved to Atlanta and things started opening up again and we were vaccinated and everything. Um, our neighbors uh, w- went to bar trivia at a few different places all the time. And their whole thing was like, oh, we never win. We never win. And I was like, oh, look, I'm pretty good. Maybe I can come and help you. <laughs> And uh, like clockwork, uh, we went to, to gosh, what was that place called? They had a bunch of replacements final on the wall. Um, I went with them the first night. Me and Susan went, and they won. What can I say? I was their ringer. Oh, nice. um, although we did do the thing. This uh, this trivia host's name is DJ Black Mozart. Very eccentric, fun kind of guy, but um, 
not to be a jerk would get answers wrong. Like the host was like giving wrong answers all the time. Oh, so we did do, we did that thing too, Randall, where we, we were like, no, we got this right. And we'd like go up to him with the phone and he would, <laughs> he would always concede, but he was kind of like salty with us the rest of the night. You could tell he's mad. And then, uh, the other place we, we would go in Atlanta with the same group of people, um, one night the category was Stephen King. And I was like, all right, here we go, guys. I got this. Uh-huh. And the question was literally the quote. What'd you say? <laughs> And then you blew it. No, no, no. It was so, well, I was disappointed because this question, any of them could have gotten it without me there. It was, it was literally like, oh, the title of this book is a monosyllabic pronoun or something. It was it. Like it was so fucking oh. easy. And I was like, God damn it. And, um, but Stephen I did. Stephen King writes, which kind of books? I was no, no, pretty fiction. much. And the rest of the, <laughs> nonfiction. The rest of the trivia of the was like pretty hard that night, but I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. But I, I won it for us that night because, um, I knew all the names of the OG bounty hunters in Empire Strikes Back. Uh, That's pretty good. Well, Dengar, Forlams, uh, Zuckus, uh, Bosk, Boba Fett. I can go on and on. (laughs) IG-88. I'm glad that you mentioned Star Wars, Dan, because that's that kind of segues into my story about trivia, which is um, my God. We we were killing it, killing it. We we went to this place. God, it's right on Ashland, and um, God, what the fuck is it called? It's a it's a Fat Cat. No, it's at Hurricanes. It's right across the street from the Peruvian re- restaurant. That's like, oh yeah, uh, I know what you're. I know what you're talking it, about. It's it's below from where Zia's used to be, and also Ten Cat. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we we were there and we were playing Star Wars trivia, and we just had the best catet of of you know just all Star Wars knowledge, like people that knew the expanded universe, folks that really were diehard about the prequels. Um, you know all the the behind the scenes stuff that I could bring into the table there too, and we were killing it, and we pretty much aced every round. And then we finally got to this bonus part and they ask, what was, what were the dying words of Yoda? And, um, did you go, dying. And, well, I, I thought it was, so here's, I'm glad you mentioned that because, uh, my friend goes, uh, it's, there is another Skywalker. And I go, there's no way he doesn't say Skywalker. He goes, just, there is another. And, and, uh, and he was like, no, I am telling you, it is Skywalker. And he he groans out at his death. And I was like, that seems so ridiculous. I always just thought, it, you know, it, it's there is another. And then we're supposed to know who is, was the another, the another. And we argued it for like five minutes. And then we... Uh, we finally go with there is another, and then they oh. do the answers, and they go, well, uh, it's actually there's another Skywalker, and bonus points for the, uh, uh, the gro- <laughs> death groan. And my my the, the my friend looked at uh, all of us and was like, I'm going to throw this beer at that fucking mirror right there, and we ended up uh, losing the trivia because of that <laughs> uh, that one question oh. because everyone else was also on their money the entire time, and uh, so yeah, that is why I'm always antsy and anxious about trivia because mm-hmm. you could lose it all it's like what uh brad pitt says in moneyball if you don't win the last game what does it all matter so it's not the exact quote <laughs> but hey i'm gonna go with it don't bring um, mike to moneyball trivia like it says yeah, what gonna... does it all matter skywalker <laughs> yeah uh, well to be fair also and, and that that's not even the last trivia story because we all went to the um the stephen king trivia that was going around at um what is the the davis's the carbon arc that's what it's called they had a, a stephen king trivia night there and it was like for i think it, it chapter two is coming out and we all thought we were like the kings and uh, this <laughs> no pun intended and uh i think we got third place because yeah, think, uh, yeah, we, we overthought some questions and underwhelming um, performance yeah. <laughs> it was not great but look that's the good thing about trivia it's very hard and that's we needed why you dave need, with us we yeah. did need dave and look he's here right now finally the man himself dave Please say hello. 
Yeah, hi everyone. Thank you for that intro. This is um Dave, the question master Musson, I guess. Oh. <laughs> um and yeah, long time listener, first time guest. So this is a real buzz. Thank you for having me. So I should Very say any time that we've had quizzes on Patreon. And in fact, even our very own quiz in real life at the Creep Show, all designed by Dave. Uh, they all they all came from Dave, and uh, so I, I can't thank you enough for all the help that you've had uh, and given us over the last few years that we've known you. Now, in the book, in your introduction, you talk about how you found King in 2010, but I have to imagine you had heard about him before that. Right. Or did, was it just that you kind of eventually you, you finally sunk your teeth into King's work? Yeah. Yeah. Very much the latter. Like, I don't think you can be in an English speaking country and not be aware of Stephen King. And like, mm. he, he was definitely someone who was always recommended to me by my my parents. Um but yeah, I did. I didn't sort of take the plunge on reading him until 2010. But I think looking back, I think I was pretty well sort of primed for liking him because you know when I when I was younger, I was reading Roald Dahl, I was reading the Goosebumps stories, and then I had an amazing English teacher at school who um, took us through Lord of the Flies. Oh, um, nice. One of his favorite Yeah, exactly. And I think that just, like I said, just felt like it. It put me in a great position to to certainly get into his work when when the time was right and yeah that just happened to be 2010 i was i was in a, a secondhand bookstore and saw cujo for a pound which i guess these days is a dollar um, and took a chance read it and was hooked and pretty quickly because at that point that was a few years before the um the renaissance that the it movies bought so mm-hmm there were secondhand books everywhere and they were dirt cheap because nobody seemed to want to pick them up. So yeah, that was a fallow period for King. I was going to say, it, yeah, that was like what, the last uh, one was the mist, I think. Right. I think it was like the, ma- the last major m- movie. I think. At that yeah. Point. Before it, it, what's funny. Cause I remember I started buying first editions around that time too. And yeah, they were super cheap and it really was like, as soon as that first hit movie came, I mean, you can get good deals still, but you notice those prices going up pretty much as soon as it came out. Yeah. yeah, and and I was all about the paperbacks as well because I was I was wanting something I could take into work with me and just mm-hmm. wouldn't mind getting battered. So they were even cheaper. So pretty quickly, I'd sort of I'd got my hands on everything he put out at that point, and I was just reading King all the time. And I think by about I think Joyland was probably the first one that came out after I'd caught up. So yeah, within a couple of years, I'd sort of got up to speed, and then I've just been just been hooked since and kind of. Yeah, I feel like I think about Stephen King at least once a day for whatever reason, which sounds a bit creepy when I say it out loud. You're in good company. Well, you are a good company, and you kind of you kind of have to because, like us, you've pretty much dedicated a, a hefty portion of your life to him. I guess we're all trash can men and women here. Um, you know, in addition to doing all the quizzes, uh, you've also, I mean, I'll be, I'll be quite frank, when we're doing our own anniversary posts, I'm always like, sometimes I could be, you know, we can be a little late and uh, I see Dave's post and I go, oh shit, that's uh, he, because you also do the anniversary posts as well about all the books that are out there, but you don't just do the Instagram and, you know, the bookstagram thing. You also are on YouTube. And so how, how did all this start? Like, how did you realize like, okay, I like this guy. He's pretty good. <laughs> um, I've read all his books now. I wanted do more like when did you finally make that step to just take it to the next level 
Yeah, I think that's an interesting one. I, I think part of it is just the way my brain is wired. I seem to be somebody who, when I really get into something, I go almost evangelical. It. So like previous place I worked, for example, um, I got all my colleagues listening to the band Palm Reader, who are like one of my favorite bands, so much to the point that we I actually dragged them to a show with me purely because I wouldn't <laughs> stop talking about them all the time. And they just were like, okay, we'll go and see it with Dave just to shut him up. So I think I think that's the way my brain is wired. And with, with King, um when I joined Instagram, ironically the first picture I ever posted was a haul of books I just picked up at a secondhand shop and it was on there. So my my first ever Instagram post was a was a bookstagram post. And yeah, I just it just got to the point where because I, I didn't really have any other friends who were into King and, and obviously I didn't, I didn't get into King in my, in my youth either. I sort of felt like I missed out on that, that geek out community almost. And I could see that more and more people I was following on Instagram were, were talking about King and posting King books. So I just sort of switched over quite naturally at that point and just, just really, just really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, the anniversary stuff like that, that's the kind of, thing my brain does latch on to so like i'm i'm sad enough to have all of his books in my phone's contacts with, as so their birthdays show up in the- <laughs> oh interesting oh really that's that is, how you do it that's really funny <laughs> well yeah, that's actually pretty smart i'm gonna steal that idea dave yeah so you, so you like you look at your calendar at the start of the month and like there's there's dots all over the place and you just work out which ones you need photos of um so yeah so i, I did the, the did the instagram thing for a couple of years um and part part of the reason I wanted to to build the Instagram stuff was actually so my my band, which we say band, the, the, we're a two piece, but we sort of put ourselves out as a band. Yeah, it's still a band, you know. Uh, yeah, Black still keys. a band. So we're we're called Chapter Nineteen for for obvious nice. reasons, mainly because I named the band. Um, <laughs> and our first single is a song called Stephen, and it's a song about Stephen King. And one my my sort of first dabbling of using of tapping into the bookstagram community was for that so i reached out to a bunch of other people on on bookstagram and was like would you be up for whispering your favorite stephen king line so i can sort of mix them into the middle of the song so when the song goes quiet in the middle and sort of does this this sort of interesting progression and breakdown there's all these whispering voices coming left and right and it's all different people from instagram whispering their favorite lines from king songs and then it kicks back into the heavy bit um and we did a video for it which has i think 63 different references to king stuff within the video um so it's stuff like like there's a weird sequence where i'm handcuffed to my own bed and then an alternative version of me comes and chops my foot off with an axe. <laughs> um, so yeah it's because that it was quite a fun video to do um and then the youtube stuff so i I'd, I'd done a couple of podcasts previously not about king um about various other things and i'd always been tempted to give youtube a go and yeah king just seemed like a natural fit for it and i was bored at work one day and had the idea of doing a series called 19 reasons to read where i'd pick a king book and give 19 reasons to read them and and that became my goal so like i think it was summer 2020 i went live with i think i put my top 10 out there as like a first video did a stephen king starter kit and then was like right 19 reasons to read carry um 
And as we sit and record this a week ago, I did 19 Reasons to Read Fairy Tales. So I've mm-hmm. done the full bibliography. Wow. Now. I'm surprised you found 19 of them, considering that I think you're on our <laughs> side where, you know. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, I think <laughs> we're not a big I, fan of Philly. <laughs> I think Dave was actually on Twitter because I love the first, I don't know, probably half to three fourths of that book. And I think Dave was was ahead of me reading it. And I remember you were the first to center on Twitter being like, oh, man, this really just falls apart. And I, and I was like, ah, well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe he's been. And then I and. Yeah. Yeah, just sure like enough. you said that, like that. The I, I, crazy Ralph of the uh, the fan. I mean the the very end I really like too. It's <laughs> I don't hate the book, but I remembered I remember seeing Dave's tweet and it being like an omen almost. And it, it was, was yeah. a omen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crazy Ralph is great. We opened up the pantry and Dave walked right. out with his tweet. You know, um, yeah, that's me. Hello, this is Jason, co-host of the All 80s Movies Podcast, with a message from Factor Meals. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no-prep, no-mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer, thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you will always have new flavors to explore. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 and use code 80smovies50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code 80smovies50 at factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, you mentioned 2020 and, you know, you can't really say a lot of good things about the pandemic, but I will say this book wouldn't exist without it. Um, so walk us through how the, the this book came to fruition because it really did start as a communal thing for you, right? Yeah, it really did. So like, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how you guys found the early the early weeks of that pandemic, but like over here, there are a bunch of over here being the UK for anyone who hasn't worked out what my accent is. Um, <laughs> there, the, there was like those first few weeks, people just went crazy for different things. So like you couldn't get baking ingredients in the UK because everyone started baking. Um, and obviously you couldn't get toilet roll because that would just seem to be a thing everywhere. But something people really latched onto for a, a couple of weeks was online quizzes. And I'm not going to lie, I absolutely bloody love making quizzes. Clearly, I've written a quiz book. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I always do a quiz for my family at Christmas. Um, and I did a few for my family early on in the pandemic. And I, I did one as well that I sort of broadened out to a wider audience to as a charity fundraiser. So I think I raised about £700 for our um, beleaguered National Health Service, National Health Service over here. Um, but anyway, I was like, That's I was awesome. enjoying doing them, but it was also like, I'm really struggling to only include one really basic Stephen King question in all of these quizzes. I'm, I'm itching to do more. Yeah. So I, I put the call out on Instagram. I was like, if I did a Stephen King quiz, if I went live this Sunday and did a, a King quiz, would anyone join? And people said they would. So I called their bluff and I wrote 19 questions and I went live and we had fun. And, and I sort of followed it up by saying, should we do this again? And the answer was yes. And then we just kept doing it. So I think it was like every Sunday for about 18 months from sort of April, 2020, pretty much I went live with, with 19 King related questions. So 
again, so tapping into my, my, my nerdy brain, you know, I was looking at what anniversaries were coming up. So I think the first special quiz I did was one on Christine. Cause I think, I think Christine's anniversary is April time. Yeah. Um, and then just, yeah, just, just started doing it. And, um, and the idea of a book came about fairly soon, actually. I had sort of quite quickly built up a, a core of regulars who I call my constant quizzers. Um, and with it being Instagram live, it was like, I, I couldn't see any of them, but obviously they could see me and they were dropping comments throughout and uh, they kept mentioning doing a book and it was like, and they just wouldn't leave it, wouldn't let it go as an idea. And I guess, to be honest, I couldn't let it go either because it, it did sound really tempting. And I'd already been writing down my questions, which was, was half of the battle. So I just decided to go for it from there. Um, and again, quickly, I was like, well, how, what should I do here? Um, cause I know there was a Stephen King quiz book from the early nineties. I managed to get hold of a copy of it. Um, I mean, it's, it's in depth and it's thorough, but it also kind of drains the fun out of quizzing. Some of the mm. questions in there are just ridiculously <laughs> hard. So I knew, I knew I didn't want it to be that hard, but yeah. I knew I wanted it to be comprehensive. So it's like, okay, I'll do every book. I'll do every adaptation. And I'd already started coming up with other rounds, like general knowledge stuff. And I know like, a um, king's cameos in in his adaptations and um a music round and stuff like that so i'll throw a few of those in as well and just just started working on it so i was doing the live quizzes anyway and then most weekend mornings over the space of about six months i would sort of my routine would be i'd, I'd get up early with my my eldest son um give him his breakfast set him up watching a video of some thomas trains or some shit on youtube to keep him <laughs> occupied um and then i'd write I'd write a couple of quizzes. Um, so I've got, I've got memories of that winter between 2020 and 2021 of just like dark mornings and just a, just a series of images of like not being able to see anything outside, looking up to YouTube and there's videos of, of actual grown men playing with Thomas trains and <laughs> my son completely captivated. And I'm there like, right, how do I get to 19 questions on golden years or Tommy <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. or like, uh, you know, where, where's the best anagram generator to punch in King titles and see what they come up with. So <laughs> that was it. And like version one of the book was, was done for spring 2021. And, mm -hmm. And I mean, Mike, you know this, I mean, because you, you, you were helping me. We, we were trying to make it happen at that point and it, it didn't pan out for a couple of reasons. And then life just sort of got in the way for a bit. Um, I had a, a, another baby, which sort of <laughs> blocked things for a little bit as well. <laughs> yeah. um, and the book just kind of gathered dust on, on my hard drive for a few months, but it was, it was kind of always nagging at me. And I picked mm -hmm. it up again, Summer Just Gone. Of course, by then King had put out like another five books and a bunch more adaptations. <laughs> so I had to go and write another round of quizzes. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, then I just sort of plowed through and decided to get it done and, and self-publish it. And as you mentioned earlier, you guys sort of road tested some of the questions at the uh, at the Creep Show, and we've done a few quizzes for the for the um, the Patreon community as well. And yeah, it's, it's, it's ready now. It feels quite surreal. Like I'm actually holding a copy right here. It is very um, surreal. Surreal is a good odd. word. Yeah. Like just the idea that you, it's the first time ever for me where I've known someone's working on something like this and then actually holding the copy in my hands other than, you know, uh, you know, Caffrey's Radiohead uh, 101, um, you know, the, the book that you did a couple of years ago. 
This it, no just, trivia in that though. Well, I mean, no I guess you could that. use it to, for trivia questions, but uh, yeah, I kind of feel like I've forgotten everything about Radiohead since I wrote that. Too. <laughs> really? <laughs> I okay. Was well, I haven't like I was so immersed in them, I just haven't listened to them at all in the past few years, just because I was like, you know, mm-hmm. so embedded. It, and I was gonna ask you, Dave, you you have is it's every Stephen King book has its own quiz. Like that just seems it's awesome, but also like kind of nuts to me like that just seems because <laughs> there's no i mean like it's all it's incredible but like you're saying 19 questions on golden years or which is in a book mm-hmm. but um yeah that's just wild i mean congratulations well done that's oh, really, yeah. that's really cool thank yeah. you I'm, i mean i just i once once i got that idea in my head that was that that, that had to happen um so yeah it was uh, it's, it's the kind of thing my brain just doesn't let go of just, <laughs> uh, you gotta do it you gotta do it properly you know yeah. I like the symmetry also. Do you separate like the, a collection like different seasons? Do you have 19 on the collection as a whole or as like 19 questions on the body and 19 questions on apt pupil and so on? That's a good question. So yeah, 19 questions on the collection as a whole. Okay. So for the no- for those collections of novellas, it, I think I tended to do like four on each story and then three more generally. For mm-hmm. the short story collections, it was it was just trying to hit as many of them as possible. So most of it was fine because most of them are less than 19 stories, but nightmares mm. and dreamscapes was, um, I think I had to group some of those together, but, um, mm. but yeah, it was kind of, so it was like for every book, um, for every spine on my shelf, basically there yeah. is a, there is a quiz. Um, and for the movies, I, th- I think certainly, certainly all the, all the main movies and adaptations have their own quiz and I've tried to reference as many of the sequels as possible. Yeah. So there's not necessarily a full <laughs> quiz on every Children of the Corn sequel. But <laughs> I, I think that's a smart choice. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. you don't want to do every lobstrosity that's out there and you know, know. just you talking protect about your, your sanity. Yeah. 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 Also, Dave, I, I, so I'm just, uh, I not with the sound on obviously about scrolling through some of the video for, your video uh, for Steven, which is great. I see like a Greg Stilson button in there. I see a literal bag of bones. I see a mm-hmm. smiley face Randall flag thing. So I'm going to have to dive into that later. That has 19 comments on the uh, YouTube clip right now. Oh, wow. is, do you uh, moderate that to keep, do you just like delete one every time it comes in or is that just like a coincidence? Yeah. That is a coincidence, but now you've said it. Yeah. <laughs> I know to now it's I'm gonna comment and ruin it now. Another, yeah. like, I'm a like, great <laughs> video. Now it's a twenty. It's <laughs> <laughs> the most just boring fucking comment ever. Yeah. Or no, do you like a do you like a, a spam plug or something like that? Like oh yeah. collect six thousand dollars. I would say yeah. promoted on reality records. <laughs> For, oh yeah, god, exactly. just the worst. <laughs> Um, what were, what were some of the easiest quizzes for you to assemble or just mostly favorite books or were those actually harder for you to do? I think once I got into a routine of sort of how I was doing them, they, they were all fairly, the books were all fairly simple. So like my favorite King books, the dead zones, that, that was a, a natural starting point for working out what the format of them would be. Um, and yeah, I think, like I say, my, most of them were, 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 pretty easy to do i think doing the youtube channel helped as well because that was 19 reasons so i was like mm-hmm. i was i was thinking in 19s anyway and and immersing myself in each in, in the history of these books and stuff and um and yeah so it changed how i was approaching reading them as well because i was doing my chronological reread at the time so yeah the books were pretty easy to to sort out some of the movies were were trickier because like you know when you're looking at coming up with 19 questions on haven or the dead zone tv series mm. and like I've sort of only gone a season in on those and it's like, well, I should probably cover seasons five and six of these things. But so then it's like trawling Wikipedia and then trying to find 
trying to make sure that what's what it says on there is accurate yeah um but yeah it, it just i don't know because it was something i wanted to do none of it was too difficult if that made sense it was you know there was a bit of reading around and a bit of digging for facts and stuff but it was it was still kind of fun to put together so even even the trickier ones were not particularly problematic yeah do you have any favorite questions or the ones that you're super proud of i mean like dan saying he's forgotten everything about radiohead i've pretty (laughs) much forgotten all of these questions i i I don't necessarily i I have some favorite rounds for sure so like Mm -hmm. like you know, I mentioned that I'm into music as well. So I had to put in a music round because there's no, you've got to have a music round for a quiz. So that was quite fun to put together. There's a couple where I've done like, um, there's a who am I round. So where I've, I've sort of written the question as someone describing themselves and you have to guess which character it is. There was a round on um, cool or interesting or favorite deaths, which, um, which was good mm. to put together. Mm-hmm. And what I really like as well was my King arithmetic round. So, um, it's generally questions that are, you start with 19 and then like, I don't know, you you minus the number of novellas in different seasons or you add the number of books in the Dark Tower and stuff and you you tell me what your answer is. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but I think I think actually my favourite question in that round is one that doesn't start with 19, but the, the question is, um, so it's the number of years Pennywise sleeps for between, between feeds minus the core dark tower books so the the official dark tower novels um it'd be of which, 20 right 20 is the yeah. answer oh well no i guess it would be 19 because of went through the keyhole bingo right? yeah. oh yeah. Ah, you yeah. son of a ah, man good thing <laughs> we weren't to, playing yet i know right the points aren't on the table yet that, caffrey yeah, had uh, to get to one that ended with 19 you see and then yeah, it's like, yeah. ah went through the keyhole so yeah that that little little ones like that i'm quite pleased with and yeah. Yeah. When you're creating the questions, what do you look for in a trivia question? And like, what makes a good trivia question one that you don't think will work? That's interesting. I I, I tried, I think I tried to look almost more in terms of the whole 19, because I think what mm-hmm. I wanted across the 19 was to, to get some that were, that were deeper cuts that would really test people, but obviously make sure that there is if you've read the book or if you've seen the movie, you've got a fighting chance of getting them. I didn't want mm. these questions to be 19 ones that were just, I, I want this to be a fun thing that people actually go through and play the quizzes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, you know, early on, like some of them, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was also thinking about doing them live on Instagram. So trying to, trying to make them entertaining as well. So I know one of the uh, carry questions, I think one of the questions is literally just what are dirty pillows? Um <laughs> Which, which I thought was, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that is yeah. the technical term. Yeah, it is. Well, it, it's um, funny. It's funny that you do the you're talking about the ones that are too complicated. Because I remember early on when we before we had you uh, to help us, I would come up with these questions for some of our trivia nights, and Randall would oh, yeah. so much shit all the time about him because he'd be like, <laughs> I think what what was the one of the I asked like, oh, what one of was like name all the composers, yeah, the of- composers <laughs> of The Shining, which is like you know like Bello Bartok and you know. Uh, Oh, Penderecki wow. and, and and no mm. one ever got those answers I think but I think we I think I used that because I, I think was Jen was it like during the creep show and we needed to keep coming up with tiebreakers yeah. and so I, I was like oh yeah name the composers of The Shining and then in my head I was like I don't have the answers on me right. so I just like <laughs> yeah that's it uh hope somebody but, gets it yeah uh-huh. uh sorry Dave I didn't mean to cut you off <laughs> no, 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 I'm I'm just trying to think if I had anything else to add I mean yeah I, I, I wanted to make them if across 
each round of 19 there was a mixture of some that were fairly easy to get some that were like oh i didn't know that that's interesting and some that were like you know that that were that test for the for the for the uh, the really hardcore fans like i feel like i would have done a good job like so yeah it was more about thinking of them in terms of rounds because I, I guess i envisage people having this book and and sort of flipping through and like like i do it now like i'm on page 159 there's 19 questions on the dark tower the book the dark tower so across those 19 like is it a fun experience to go through so it's yeah just like I say, I'd sort of seen that earlier Stephen King quiz book and it's, they were just really hard. And it's just like, well, you're just reading it like, well, I don't, I don't care. I don't, right. and, <laughs> and I, I, I don't care enough to like, to try and work out what the answer is. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just want them to be fun. Maybe people can learn something and just, just, just enjoy using it really. Yeah. Well, and you also, uh, you have a haiku accompanying each quiz, <laughs> correct? Yeah. Was there ever a point where you were like, oh my God, I'm, in so far of my head just like the <laughs> workload between coming up with all these quizzes and also poems to go with them uh, yes is the short answer <laughs> um so i mean th- this came about I, I was again it was one of the live quizzes and the way i used to do the live quizzes was similar to how we we did the um the quizzes for the for the barons folk was sort of so 19 questions and it would usually be six rounds of three and then a question 19 at the end um and one one time I was just like, I think I came up with the idea of three haikus just randomly. I was like, cool, I'll stick a haikus round in. People m- might get it. Um, they'll probably just, we'll just do it and move on. And like the comments lit up when I said there was haikus. They're like, these are amazing. You should do more haikus. So, and they wouldn't leave me alone on it. So a few weeks later, I did an entire 19 haikus. So that took me up to what, 22 haikus. Okay. And then, uh, I mean, then at that point, people did leave me alone on the haiku. But again, <laughs> my brain was like, you could put a haiku in for every single book and every movie. And the mischievous part of my brain listening to that was like, yeah, cool, let's do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's like 150 haikus or something. Like I said, oh, wow. the 172 quizzes in the book and the majority yeah. of them have haikus. So, again, yeah, m- most of them were fun. Um I like your ones for golden years, but but by the way, congratulations. You are absolutely the only person in the world who has ever written a haiku for golden years. I'm going to read it real quick just because I think it's a fun one. Uh, Kings try at Twin Peaks. Not as good, obviously. At least he had fun. (laughs) I think that's a great summation of that series. At Uh least he had fun. Thank you. Yeah, it was just like, and I don't know. I think there was also part of me that was just like, I, I kept replaying the bit in Wayne's World where he's like, Garth, that was a haiku. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, haikus are cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with them. But yeah, there, there were points when I'm like, I, I'm trying to think of one at random. I'd like, like, how do you sum up Silver Bullet in a haiku? And it's yeah. just like, mm-hmm. But yeah, fun. And and I figured, I figured as well, they potentially end up being an extra source of quizzes in here. Like somebody could just randomly read a haiku, and the other person has to guess. Right. Oh, it, that's which cool. one I'm doing. Oh, that is cool. Haikus in in the actual the haikus quiz. I was just reading the haikus out, and people were were guessing um, what the book or movie was. I'm gonna gonna quiz you, Dave, real quick. Oh God, yeah. Based on based on that idea, Uh what haiku is this for? This movie just fails. No fear, no horror, just flat straight to DVD. Oh God, I mean, so many. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, pretty much anything that came out around 2014. Yeah. yeah. 
Your uh, note is no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 another uh, hint is a poor shadow of Stephen King's source material from the movie Light, and uh, I believe it stars uh, one of the Walking Dead. Uh, oh, I know it. Yeah, because uh, it's one of your favorite short story adaptations, yeah. uh, uh, or one of your favorite short stories, Jen. Either way, it, it's it's 2014's Mercy, and I only I, I, I flipped through it because I said I cannot believe you went that fucking far mm-hmm. with your ex- exhaustive. Th- th- this really is the the ultimate. I mean, the fact that there is well, that's 19 why we questions on Mercy. Yeah. We love it because I feel like we that's like what we try to do with this podcast mm-hmm. is 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 not ignore the duds, but like right. lean into it and try to give them the coverage that nobody else will. Like, that's why I always say like Jen, Mike and I's golden years episodes are some of my favorites because who else is doing that? Yeah. And that's right. what, mm-hmm. and like, I feel like that's, that's, I think what makes, that's what help can help make the podcast special is like by giving so much uh, airtime to things that, a lot of people are like, I've never even heard of this, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. and, and honestly, the the way you guys approached the podcast was, was a big driving force in the way I approached this. Cause it was like, well, you know, you, you guys are putting the time in to, to do the full deep dive. It feels like yeah. if it only feels appropriate to, to do that here. I can't call it the ultimate Stephen King quiz book and then just pick and choose the, the, the more fun ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, during the pandemic, you went and you know wrote a book, and we decided to dedicate two episodes to Golden Years. So I mean, it's, <laughs> we really have our priorities in check uh, as human beings. Um, and I like I like that we've talked enough now to sort of gloss over the fact that I got my own question wrong there. So thanks. No, it's it, look. I chose. It just happened to be I chose the most generic fucking uh, like you know movie out there for Stephen King. Mercy. I've never even seen it. Like I, I I've floated over it multiple times. Have you seen yeah, it? I've never seen it. You like Grandma? Oh, yeah. Seen it, yeah. We'll get I watched to it, it on maternity leave. I was so excited oh, wow. for this because I like didn't ha- I wasn't leaving the house I wasn't doing anything but just taking care of a newborn and I was so excited and it was so bad it made mm-hmm. me very angry so yeah I'm glad something good can come out of my walking <laughs> well also made me angry speaking of walking dead sitting through all of those uh, episodes oh, yeah. and watching the series oh, I gave finale up last weekend one. <laughs> yeah a week ago I made a big mistake in catching up but uh <laughs> Well, look, we're we're getting this book now, and so it's it seems pretty ridiculous for me to ask this question. But like Wall Street, too, money never sleeps. King never sleeps as well. So I imagine, are you going to be expanding this book as the other ones drops? Like, let's say Holly comes out next year, and then Salem's mm-hmm. Lot. Obviously, let's see if Do- Dobbs Lot ever does come out. If Warner Brothers decides to get it out of jail. Um, are you going to add them to maybe a digital book or keep this going? Are you going to wait like every five years and do like a kind of an updated thing? So, so this is, this is something that that sort of makes my brain hurt a bit because, <laughs> because of how prolific King is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the sort of the sharp eared of those listening at the start will have noticed it was 172 quizzes, 17 plus two, 19. Mm-hmm. Oh. That was, very deliberate yeah and then the the beauty of the world i guess we just have to call it car is that when you multiply 19 by 172 you get 3268 questions and three plus two plus six plus eight equals 19 um and i i would need to do run the numbers on like (laughs) okay if i upped this to 181 quizzes Mm. 
would that keep the 19 thing? And then that would perhaps guide when I would do the revised version. Yeah. Because if I know that another nine quizzes will keep me in the realms of 19, then then I'm all, I'm all, I'm all for doing that. I mean, of course, the other complication is that, you know, this is, I should point out, this is, a, this is an unofficial quiz book. And I was, I was, I was thinking about this earlier when I was thinking about um, coming and doing this, this interview. I was like, oh shit, Stephen King listens to this podcast. He might find <laughs> out that I've done this book through listening to this podcast. So if that's the case, Steve, um, please don't sue me. And um, <laughs> I will send you a copy. Um, and it's, it's very much done with love, but, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, th- I think, I, th- I think it should be okay. But yeah, I think, yeah, there's obviously always new stuff on the horizon. So uh, if I can keep it in in the 19 thing, and and I guess that would stop me updating it too often. And maybe as a maybe as an in between, I could do quizzes on the new stuff on my YouTube page or on Instagram, mm-hmm. like I used to do back in the day to sort mm-hmm. of um, keep things ticking over. That that might be a fun way so, of going about it. So essentially, what you're saying is this book has turned you into the character uh, from Aronofsky's Pie. And you're just going to constantly looking for this number like over and over in your head. And, like a year from now, we're going to be like, no, Dave, don't take the drill. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, if also, if by the way, if King is listening to this episode, you know that like when I read the haiku, he was like, ah, mercy, 2014. <laughs> like within I, that seconds. That begs the question though. Like know? I wonder how he would do on his own trivia. Because like when you guys were interviewing him and he said he doesn't have a relationship with Pennywise anymore. And Dan, like you said, you don't listen to Radiohead anymore. Like I wonder how much of this still mm-hmm. lives in this brain. Well, there's, you You mentioned that quote. I just, list, I just listened to the song of Susanna. I guess like I'm a constant listener to this podcast apparently. <laughs> but uh, Randall, you mentioned how like you know when he talked about uh the little details of of the dark tower he's like eh, i don't really know about the nitty-gritty shit like you know <laughs> yeah well there's a reason he has like research assistants that he yeah. pays, mm-hmm. and george R. R. martin's mm-hmm. the same way i mean it's kind of crazy to think about them having to balance all that information even if it did come out of them like uh i mean i'm writing a novel right now and i forget stuff that happened 10 pages ago you know what i mean so it's it's like it is helpful to have i think somebody else who can tell you like this is the lore that you have created. So yeah, it's like I when mean, Annie or uh, Paul needs his concordance when he's going to write Misery Returns. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was going to say perhaps that's like perhaps that's what this all leads up to because like a, a, <laughs> an ambition of mine is, is is to interview King. Perhaps that's how it happens: is he finds out about this book through listening to this podcast, and then he comes <laughs> on my YouTube channel and I quiz him on his own stuff, and we see how his scores match up with that you. That would be amazing. Oh, I, that would be awesome. Well, the thing that gives me me the most anxiety about trivia is I, I just always feel like my brain just says bye-bye kind of like Homer Simpson's mm-hmm. does sometimes when the questions come up it could be the most obvious questions sometimes and my I just kind of get deer in the headlights occasionally it doesn't happen all the time but it does happen and uh, I wonder if uh, if that's going to happen to us today. And that's, I guess, my clumsy seg to say that it's time. For, I think we need to kind of put this book to practice. And I think that <laughs> honestly will will keep us sharp with details. And maybe uh, if you keep doing these quizzes and keep hosting them, Dave, you, uh, the details will never go out into the finny or never go out into the <laughs> mist. You'll always have them. So, Dave, you asked each of us to choose novels that we'd feel most comfortable being quizzed on. Um, I, I sat around, I looked, the jazz music from Seinfeld played and I had the contemplative, <laughs> you know, moment. I went off to the boardwalk and I thought like, what would be my book? I'm sure all of us did here at the same time. And I think the answers that we, we say of who we, of which book we are, we did ultimately land on 
it says a lot about us, but it also might be a little predictable too. I know my choice is predictable. I think Randall's is a little left field. Um, <laughs> Mine but is the most predictable. I would say yours is pretty. I, when I when I when Sammy asked me, she's like, "Oh, what did you guys choose? Uh, you put Cemetery and then uh, Gen Firestarter." And I was like, uh, "Well, fuck you." Uh, first off, um, that's not what I did do that, but uh, get, she, I bet you can't pick what Caffrey did. Um, Dave, we're, do you want to take over from here? Because I feel like this is this is your territory now. This, we 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 talk about King's Dominion. This is Dave's Dominion. So um, okay. I'm going to give you the mic. Okay, sure. So. Uh- yeah, you got. You guys have each picked a, a specialist subject. I don't know if you're familiar with the quiz show Mastermind. It's a it's a staple over here in the UK, and everyone has two rounds. They have a general knowledge round and they have a specialist subject round. So you guys have picked your books for your general knowledge. So I, I've picked. I'm not doing the full nineteen for each of you because uh, that would be a, a long podcast episode. So I've, <laughs> I've picked five questions each from the book for each of the books that you've gotten, and my plan with those was to just ask each person on their specialist subject but you know we've got a whole book here there's a bunch <laughs> of more generalist rounds that we could use where we're pitching you against each other as well so i don't know whether <laughs> you want to do your specialist subject first which is how they do our mastermind to sort of get your base score and then we do a bit of the free-for-all general knowledge afterwards or do you want to warm up with some general knowledge like i think I'm- yeah let's do the specialist like yeah. and then we can do general knowledge after that i like that list, okay though. a little bit of okay. confidence booster <laughs> Well, let's go through them then in order of publication. Oh. So the first, the first specialist subject was Salem's Lot, um, which means Dan Dracula Caffrey. You're, <laughs> hey, that's why I chose my name. Up. That's why I chose my name. Exactly. I was, I was smiling and nodding when you said it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I know it's funny. I chose this because it's my favorite King book, but... I was thinking about trivia-wise, I think I probably know more about The Stand just because of like the miniseries and it's like talked about so much. So I'm I'm curious how well I'm going to do here. We'll see. Okay. So with these, I'll um, I'll just make a note of your scores as we go along and then we can can do the answers when we get to the end of the five. One question I did have um, for you guys that isn't a quiz question. Do you you want me to read the haikus before we go into them? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Are you kidding? Okay. Cool. So... uh, Salem's Lot, 1975. What I've also done with each of these, above the haikus, I've done like a one-line summary, which is my sort of summary um, of the book. So we've got Salem's Lot, 1975. My one-line summary is vampires in a small main town, sold. Um, (laughs) And the haiku is, it's a classic tale, one little town gone bad for reasons that bite. Ah, (laughs) nice. I like that because for the first two lines, you're like, okay, this could be Needful Things. This could be It. This could be A Million King Books. And then that last one, I guess it could be Cujo. Well, I think town, town doesn't really go bad in Cujo. So yeah, that, I like how the final line seals the deal. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. So, Dan, are you ready for your five questions? Let's do it. Okay. Um, so, first one, what was the original title for this book? The Second Coming. The Straker and Barlow duo were in towns to supposedly open an antique store. What was the name of that store? Oh, man. I don't remember that. Let me think. I'm, I'm just going to name Forgotten Eras. I think it's you so-and-so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't um, think I got that one right, but yeah. So next up, um, Larry Crockett is the town's richest man. What was the name of his business? Oh, man. 
business names are going to kill it hard yeah i should say crockett realty but that's probably wrong but crockett realty i'll say okay two more to go um what did barlow force father callahan to do uh drink his blood and lastly so the, the question in the book I'm, I'm gonna go slightly easier on you so the question in the book is what were the names of ben mears's three published novels you can have a point if you can if you can name any of the three i i can name two i thought there were only two um air dance not air dancers air dance and i actually looked this up before we started um because i couldn't remember if it was conroy or conway but it's conway's daughter is the other one um yeah i don't know the third one though i guess that maybe you're not counting the book he's writing in the beginning of the novel right i i mean i don't think so i can't remember yeah. i wrote this question a long I, time ago yeah i know i know i know air dance and uh and conway's daughter though well that's your five questions. I'm going to say you've got a score of 3.5 there. So, yeah, so Air Dance and Conway's Daughter. Um, the other one is Billy Said Keep Going, which That's is a terrible right. title for Oh, book. my God, really? It, um, that is it's funny title, because the yeah. other two totally sound like mid-level 70s literary fiction uh-huh. and the mm-hmm. third one sounds mm-hmm. like a porno so that's like that <laughs> yeah that's like that johnny deeper joke right um uh. although king's wife tabitha persuade him not to name the novel second coming because she said it sounded like a bad porno so maybe that's mm-hmm. kind of a nod to that so what yeah. uh, wait can we uh can we say the answers of the the two businesses that i missed yeah, so I was going to go through the other answers for you. Yeah. So you were, you were right on Barlow getting Callahan to drink his blood. Larry Crockett, I gave you half a point for this because the, the name is Crockett's Southern Main Insurance and Realty. Ah, oh, um, it's cool. It's got part oh, of it. Okay, thank you for good. that. Yeah, the store it. was Barlow and Straker's Furniture Shop. Yeah. That's, it's so, it's, I remember their names were Wait, it's it, literally yeah, Barlow yeah. and Straker's Furniture yeah. Shop? So I, I could have yeah. just said what it was and probably got the, the yeah. points. Forgot, what did I say? Forgot there. It just said pure one import. And oh, yeah, man. So, um, second Coming, as you said, was the uh, was the original title. So 3.5. That's All right, the, not too bad. First score hey, not bad, not bad. That was great. Cool. So next up, we are 1980 and Firestarter. And as everyone already knows, Jen, that's you up. <laughs> Um, so my summary of this was a new decade brings with it a new menace the shop and um the haiku is and i guess this is a uh, well i'll ask you if you if you understand the first line once i've read it but um so the haiku for firestarter twisted no but hot a failed experiment now a human match Hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know the first the significance of the first line. Yeah, this, is, this could well be a UK thing. So the Prodigy have a single called Firestarter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm a Firestarter, Twisted Firestarter. R.I.P., right? He died. Just yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And after he died, somebody told this great story because that guy owned a uh, pub, I believe, like in the UK, and there was a fireplace in it and they had a jar there. And if anybody made a joke about fire, the song Firestarter when he was lighting the fire, uh, they had to like put, you know, a pound <laughs> oh, in, that's the, funny. in the jar. That's amazing. Yeah, it was such a sweet little story. (laughs) Yeah, that is great. Um, Cool. So, Jen, are you uh, you ready for your five? I am. Before we do, I want to give a shout out to a listener who gave me the Dutch and the German copies of Firestarter when we were in Bangor. I think it was King's Domain Designs. And so I've Mm -hmm. read them in both languages now, so I should be. Yeah, Yeah, follow King's Domain Designs. Oh, yeah, it was so cool. It made me cry. Uh, That's... (laughs) That's awesome. It's a good account. I should point out these questions are in English, not in Oh, Dutch. phew. Okay, um, good. <laughs> cool. So, so don't actually speak. So. <laughs> your first question. And on whom did King loosely model Charlie McGee? Naomi? 
what was the name of the drug the shop tested on Andy and Vicky? Lot six. Damn. Before being murdered, what was taken from Vicky? Her fingernails, the pinky fingernail, I think. How did Andy's psychiatrist commit suicide? Oh, I remember this. Andy's psychiatrist. Oh, oh, he stuck his arm down the garbage disposal while wearing naughty clothes. (laughs) And uh, which publication did Charlie choose to tell her story to? (laughs) Rolling Stone. Damn. Pretty impressive, Jen. That's, that's really five, impressive, Jen. Five did for I get five. Right? Yeah, I did. Wow. Five for fighting over here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Call Jen uh, <laughs> Superman. I got all the questions. <laughs> the woman. And for, any, for anyone who didn't who didn't clock who Naomi is, that's King's there own daughter, yeah. Naomi. Um, yeah. 19, there's still time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you said Drew Barrymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just saw into the future. Man, that was a really, real, that was like, that. that was super impressive, Jen. Wow. Well, uh, yeah. Good you job, mentioned Jen. Drew Barrymore. Apparently, when I was doing the questions for the Firestarter movie, apparently, Drew Barrymore's mum bought the book Firestarter because she thought the girl on the cover looked like Drew Barrymore, obviously before the oh, movie was cut. So, yeah. I had no clue. It's all car, no. isn't it? It's, um, yeah. Okay, so that has that has set a marker. Um, next up, we go... Oh we, well, we're off to Ludlow, 1983, Pet Cemetery. Mike, you're up. Um, right. So my, my one-line summary of that is the book that even King himself thought was too scary. Um, and the haiku... A nice place to live. Set your roots and watch them grow. But the ground is sour. Ooh, mm. love that. That's a good one. Uh, love it. Yeah. Okay. I love the story so much. Right. Five questions on Pet Cemetery. Right then. So, uh, King wrote this book while he was writer in residence at which university? University of Maine. What condition did Rachel's sister Zelda suffer from? Spinal meningitis. Who was the student who was killed on Lewis's first day in his new job? Your favorite character. I have my favorite character, Pascal. I was looking for my pin. Uh, it's on my bag, I think. Oh. Uh, what was Judd's dog called? Spot. And what did the resurrected Gage take from Lewis's bag? Oh. The scalpel. Another full house. Good work. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Woo. a fucking asshole, All right? right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hey, I man, guess where do we, we get we like the book? Yeah. You know? uh, oh, man. Okay. Good, good. Okay. So now we jump forward to 2001. Uh, yes. Dreamcatcher. <laughs> can't believe Let's go. This. So uh, my one line summary of Dreamcatcher was King returns post accident with a wild mess of a book. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, my haiku. I can't think many haikus in the world will start with the two words that I started my haiku with, but <laughs> let's see. Um, shit weasels, Mr. Gray. Not what you inspect. Not what you expect in Maine. Oh, Pennywise lives. <laughs> nice. Yes. Nice. Go. Nice. Okay. Right then, Randall. Are you, are you ready? My knuckles here. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. So, what was King's original title for this book? Cancer. What's the name of the cabin in the woods where the four main characters went hunting every year? God damn it. I remember it's in Jefferson Tract, but 
I do not remember it, so I'm going to say uh, boys, the boys zone. <laughs> so Sarah laughs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sarah laughs. Laughing shack. Yeah. That was what came to mind, honestly. Yeah. Um, what sort of creature climbed out of um, the man who almost got shot? Um, well, it's like a shit weasel. It's a, it's a weasel-like creature with many teeth. Um, a worm, wormy, wormy and weaselly. Um, hopefully I get 0.5 for that. <laughs> You'll find out in a moment. Um, what was graffitied over a plaque posted by the Losers Club? Well, you spoiled it, sir, in your haiku, which is Pennywise Lives. I did indeed, yeah. You you would have gotten that right, Randall. Pennywise Lives. Yeah, yeah. Um, And last one. Um, What did King say to Rolling Stone about this book in 2014? Uh, He said he doesn't like it um, because he was uh, doped up on Oxycontin, I believe, when he he wrote it. Um, I believe that's what he said. I know he has said that. I don't know if he said it to Rolling Stone in 2014. You're, you're at a 3.5 again on this. So, All right, I'll um, take it. So yeah, so the, the quote for Rolling Stone was simply, I don't like Dreamcatcher very much. So <laughs> you, get, you, you get your 0.5 from that because you've got, you've got the gist of it. God. Um, yes, it was Pennywise it. Lives. Yes, Shit Weasel was exactly the answer I was looking for. You were right on cancer. Okay, cool. the, um, the one you didn't get, the, uh, the cabin, was called Hole in the Wall. Ah, oh, that's right. Hole in the Wall, yeah. Boy Zone. Boy Zone. Boys zone. Yeah, that would be hilarious. The dude's den. <laughs> Jonesy, we have to get back to boys zone. <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm guessing boys zone. The um, the boy band from the '90s, the, the Irish boy band from the '90s, never made it over to the US. Wait, there was a, there was no, an, no. There was an sure. Irish boy band called Boy Zone. Was yeah. it boy boy singular or boy with a Z it's, zone? It's one word: B O Y Z O N E. So oh, kind wow. of both. You have entered. You have entered the, the boy, boy zone. zone. It's in like yeah. the Twilight Zone font. You yeah, know, man. That's Ter- awesome. terrible, terrible oh. band. But yeah, that's fun. I uh, yeah, fun to, fun to revisit Dreamcatcher. Yeah. Good. Okay, so we've got two of you on five and two of you on three point five. Like, not do, bad. Do we want to jump bad. into some some general stuff? Yeah. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Totally. Okay, so I think for doing this, because I've got a few things i'm trying to keep people's score and read the questions and look at the answers i guess i'll read the question out and if if somebody wants to have a go at answering just say your name first and then i'll i'll say okay go and you can give your answer okay, cool. um and if you get it wrong we'll let somebody else jump in if they want to um okay we'll should, just, if they get it wrong should we the next person say their name as well yeah exactly okay that. cool yeah Cool. So let's 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 start off with general Stephen King trivia. Um, so what is King's full name? Dan. Yes, go. Stephen Edwin King. Correct. Um, which of King's characters shares his birthday? Mike. Go. Carrie White. Correct. Nice. Damn. What was the date that King was knocked down by a distracted driver and almost killed? Uh, Randall. Go for it. June 19th, 1999. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the title of the first story King ever sold? Jen. Go for it. I, I was a teenage grave robber. Ooh, no. Ah! Anyone um, else want to try? Um, I know it. 
but I can't on. remember the exact name. Do we get do we get points docked for guessing or not? All right, no, uh, no, I'm not an animal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dan, I yeah. don't think this is it. Graveyard shift? No. Nope. No. I don't know. I was just <laughs> uh, hey, you gotta try. You, uh, hey, you missed one hundred percent. Randall, uh, yep. the mirror story. I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> the mirror. Oh, I can see, I can see where you're coming from. Oh, the no. reaper. The, the reaper's, reaper's image. image. No, damn it! No, uh, I, I think we, I think we should. I'm going to yeah. call time on this. It was the glass floor. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, that. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that one. Uh, yeah. And last of the general King trivia, then, uh, what was the name of the newspaper that King produced with his brother in school? Mm. We've talked oh, about man, this on archives. Oh, oh, oh we Jen. talked about it in the archives. Yes, Jen. Dave's rag. You got it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Good job, Jen. Oh, nice work. <laughs> also, also the All name right. of my newsletter. <laughs> nice. Um, cool. Okay, so the scores now are Caffrey on four point five, Jen and Mike both on six, and Randall on four point five. So right. that has changed absolutely nothing. That was basically <laughs> God damn it. Um, but we had nice. fun, and that's the main thing. Yeah. Um, okay, so I mean, we've, we've, we're spoiled for choice here. Uh, let's do let's do one that I call "Where in the World." So I'm going to tell you a location. And I want you to tell me which story is set there. Um, so let's give this one a try. Um, first location is Pittsburgh. Dan. Jen. Oh, that was Dan first. Uh, Christine. Correct. And next up we have Little Tall Island. Dan. Yes. Dolores Claiborne. Correct. Do you know the other one you could have had as well? Uh, oh, yeah. Dan. Reach. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sounds like you got it, Dan, right? Is it the reach? I yeah, don't I don't it, think it's the reach. It's um, yeah, it's, it's, it's what is it? It's um, oh god, it's the zombie one. What's yep. it called? Oh, the um. Oh, oh, fuck, fuck. It, it's, oh. it's not. It's not that one actually. It's <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's escaped wrong. me. The name of it. I'm gonna Storm, get myself. You're you're thinking of home delivery. Oh, Storm, Storm home delivery. Yeah. 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 Storm is home delivery not little tall? I think it's one of the ones near it. I think it's one of the uh, other islands. We're gonna we're gonna do like show you our phones. Like no, look. <laughs> he's gonna like just rage oh, quit yeah. Zoom. Uh, be like check our our uh, my tattoo. Right. It's, uh, there's actually there's no island on it. But um, next location then, um, rock and roll heaven. Dan. Yes, Dan. Uh, you know they've got a hell of a band. Mm-hmm. Dan. Um, next one, Ackerman's Field. Jen. Yes, Jen. In good knowledge, yes. Oh, that's one of your favorites, too. Still not read that. And last location the Slumberland Motel. Dan, yeah, um, all that you love will be carried away. That's what I was wondering. That's a good guess. It's it's not right, though. Mm. That's Um, what I was gonna say, Dan. Uh, uh, Randall, yes, Lucky Quarter. Nope. I got a funny one that I know. I got a funny one I know isn't right, but if anyone else is really guess dedication. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say dedication. It's not that. Mike, yep. The Stan? Nope. Are thinking of the kid? Yeah, I was thinking of the kid. I know I know it. I've heard the Slumberland Motel. Yeah. Okay, well. Well, I'll call time on it again. The reason you know it, Jen, is because it's Firestarter. Oh, oh. oh. oh man. Damn. So, uh, God. Oh, that's where God. they stay at the beginning. 
Mm. All right. So well, that, that round has um, shaken things up a bit. Yeah. So Randall's still on 4.5, Mike <laughs> on 6. And then we've got Jen on 7 and Caffrey, 7.5. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Come back I get competitive in trivia. <laughs> So if you, if I, can the next category be Star Wars bounty hunters, <laughs> <laughs> especially if well, it's about the Bad Batch, since you've watched like thirty fucking episodes about the show. <laughs> well, I was I was planning on jumping to the movies because we've we've been talking Ooh, for a long time. Yeah, and I let's do it. The movies movies so are good. I reckon. Let's go to quiz number ninety, which is King of Cameos. So I'm gonna tell you a character name or just a character that King has played. No. And I want you to tell me what he played that in. Um, they're not necessarily all adaptations of his work. I will just throw that in there for you. Um, so, start off. Backman. Mike. Rockman, uh, Ryan Randall. I, th- I think I got Mike just slightly yeah, ahead yeah. there. Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. Correct. Uh. Um... A pharmacist. Mike. Mm. Yep. Thinner. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, a pizza delivery guy. Randall. Go for it. Rose Red. Yes. Um, His worst cameo, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, awful. it's not a good one. He does. He, he does. He does stay there a far too long. <laughs> <doesn't he? Yeah. laughs> um, <laughs> just like when it cuts back to him go where are you guys and then it cuts back to him go oh you're still here are you cool. yeah <laughs> um um okay gage creed dan yes the sir. shining miniseries yeah correct yep that's a rough one too and um last one a truck driver mike yes creep show too correct mm. okay so we're now at randall 5.5 Jen seven, Catherine. You don't have to keep 5. reading the scores. It's fun. <laughs> oh, it's part of the fun, Nine. man. It's part of the fun. You've got to build the tension. You got to That's read right. this narrative, Jen. It's um, it's all part of it. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, how many more of these do you want to do? Like, I mean, I I technically have to be. I have to go to work in like eight hours. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I feel like we should just stop once I'm ahead. Yeah. Do you want to do, should we do one more? Yeah. Should, we'll we, one should more. we do Should we do the music round? Yeah. Oh, we've yeah, done yeah. books. We've done especially for rock and Randall. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I literally know the least about. I know. Music. I just love stressing this dumb name that you've made for yourself. <laughs> I, I love like, that you'd sit here that Randall's like this amazing guitar player. I know. <laughs> I literally have not played it. We have, I have done long, like you know, the long uh, intro I have for Vanderbilt sometimes about the, the the Playboy of Rock Island. I've done long ones for Randall where it's just nothing. It makes him seem like he's like a Nashville guitarist for like thirty years. <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah. um, yeah, I mean, like I said, this you can't have a quiz without a music round. So um, I don't need to explain this. It'll be it'll explain itself as we go in. So this is where Catherine's um, going to take over. <laughs> we'll see, man. I don't know. With which artist did King collaborate in 1996 for the 40-minute music video to Dan. the song Ghost? <laughs> Dan. Uh, yeah. Michael Jackson. You're on Correct. Episode, yeah. yeah. Metallica's second album, Ride the Lightning, was inspired by a line in which King novel? Dan. Yep. The Dead Zone? Nope. Mm. Anyone else want to guess? Randall. Ride the Lightning, 84. Uh, Randall, yeah. Carrie. Nope. Oh, yeah. I can't guess again. Can I? I think I know it. But oh, Jen. Mm hmm. Shawshank Redemption? Read either way from the Shawshank Redemption? Nope. Uh, that's what I was going to guess. Mike, do you want to have a guess? Is it. 
Christine? No, <clears throat> it's the stand. Uh, uh, oh yeah, that's okay. quite a throwaway line, and apparently either Kirk Hammett or James Hetfield read it and liked it. And that's fun. I didn't imagine know Kirk Hammett was he's a huge horror hound. Yeah, yeah he's like yeah. the most literary Metallica, I think. Yeah, it's quite a low bar, but um, <laughs> yeah. No. Speaking as a as a huge Metallica <laughs> in, fan, quite yeah. a low bar. Um, okay, um, what's the name of the band in which King plays guitar with Dan. a bunch of Jen. other authors? Whoa, uh, Dan, that was you just. Rock bottom remainders. Correct. Okay. The song Terror Train by Demons and Wizards is told from the perspective of which king Dan. character? Dan, go for it. Blaine the Mono. Correct. I knew you I knew you were gonna take over here. I this know. is this is this is uh yeah, this we're is, in dance, this is your we're in dance zone. zone now. Well, hey, uh, welcome to welcome to Rock and Roll Heaven, baby. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got the we got a the the was it W Z O N should be it should belong to you at this <laughs> point. Yeah. Uh, you know. I've I've just clocked what I picked out as the final question of this round and ultimately the final question of this quiz, and it's gonna come across as really vain, and I didn't plan it this way, people listening, but let's go with it anyway. Um so the author of this book, I, me, um, <laughs> I play in a band called Chapter 19 and our debut single was about Stephen King. What was that single called? Stephen. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> it's uh, Dear Stephen. No. Damn it. I'm not going to cheat because I had this open in another window on my computer. So I'm just letting you know, I could, I could take all the, all the money here, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to open it. Uh, I'd be something Stephen. Jen, Stephen Jen? King. No, nope. <laughs> Mike. Mike, do you want? To is it is it go... just Stephen? It is just Stephen. Oh. Oh, oh, nice. I said it aloud like an idiot, like <laughs> <laughs> just totally ruined. Uh, sorry. And that that all stems from the fact that when I first started writing songs, I realized I had to give them names, so I did just give them all names, and then that oh, one wow. ended up being about Stephen King. Uh, um, okay. So there we go. Final scores then. So in a very valiant fourth place is Randall with yes. 5.5. <laughs> Taking bronze with seven is Jen. Silver is Mike with 10. And gold medal to Dan Caffrey with 11.5. Nice. Come back, nice. Caffrey. Nice. I know. That was so fun. I, I, I really... I really love trivia. I, I just, I, I get, I get really such fun. a jolt out of it. That was so yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. if you like that, I know with this book, it's just come out. It's yeah. 3000 questions. Um, well, tell, tell our listeners where they can find you and also how they can get their hands on a copy of their own ultimate Stephen King quiz book. So they can get copies of the book from Amazon, uh, and Barnes and Noble. Um, I went down the self-publishing route, so that's about as far as I've been able to push it so far. But um, but yeah, those are the two places you can get get it, get hold of it there. In terms of if you want to connect with me, like if you if you want to come and see what I'm doing, or if you find a question that I've got wrong and you want to come and tell me, <laughs> yeah, totally do. So I am at Dave Musson on Instagram, also on the same on Twitter for as long as that site lasts. Um, and my YouTube is um, Dave Reads King. So I think now with YouTube, you can just go youtube.com forward slash, and then you have to put the at sign in, but it's just forward slash at Dave's Re- Dave Reads King. And um, yeah, I've just dropped my overall ranking of King's entire bibliography. Nice. And I oh, wow. Forgot three books, <laughs> which is real. Yeah. Um, yeah. How long did it take you to do that? Because, you know, you mentioned this throwaway line 
on the Song of Susanna episode, Dan, that made me realize I know exactly what we need to do when we're done. And and it's that basically this is what you're doing here, Dave, is just the, the whole exhaustive ranking. How yeah. long did it take you to do that? I mean... it's It's been a work in progress. So I, I sort of... One of the first videos I did was a top 10. So I had that and I've done... I've done rankings for all of the decades. So yeah. I, I'd sort of been thinking about it, but my ranking, I find it changes every time I think about it. So I ended up doing a spreadsheet when I knew that this was coming and I was going to hit it this year. I think I put the spreadsheet together in about July and then we'll probably check back in with it maybe once a month and was just, and then I blocked out a couple of bigger blocks of time before recording to go through and be like, okay, I'm starting at the bottom. Mm. Fairy tale. Yeah. And being, <laughs> Honestly, okay. not, uh, probably so mine too. Yeah. I like, and then just, just making a judgment. So for each one, I was like, do I like that one more or less? Do I like that one mm, more or less? Yeah. Obviously somewhere along the line, I went a bit wrong because I missed out. I realized I'd missed out nightmares and dreamscapes while I was recording. So I was able to sort of mention that I realized while I was editing, I missed out Joyland. Mm. And then, as the comments started rolling in, like the video has been live a matter of hours as we record this, looking at the comments and somebody was like, you missed out a long walk. I was like, fuck's sake. <laughs> so um, yeah, I've probably missed some other ones as well. And it literally, the video starts in daylight and is pretty much in darkness. <laughs> wow. It took me to record it. I mean, that's the wild like, thing um, about King. It is this literally voluminous. Like it's, uh-huh. it's overwhelming whenever, I think that's part of the fun of our podcast, but also what can be overwhelming about scheduling mm. and like, you know, programming it is just like, I feel like we're always missing something. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we've, the archive series has been great about like patching up holes. I feel yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just got a comment that was like, um, are you guys not doing kingdom hospital? And I was like, we're getting there. You know, we're, we're, yeah. le- we're letting Lars von Trier's the kingdom <laughs> finish up. No, I'm just joking. That's not why, but Hey, I'll leave that out as an excuse. Caffrey, you have an, a, an ensuing ranking that you keep going on. Was it Goodreads or is it on your own? I just have an so. email draft with it, but I think I'm a little bit behind because on the yeah on the song of suzanne episode we were yeah. all asking where it would be in our overall rankings but i don't think i've done honestly i'm probably really behind i need to go through and uh, just do a backlog of the episodes i missed i don't know if i've done it since kept up with it since moving to new york so um yeah i need to yeah i, I think debt i mean roadwork is will probably be my That's dirt last for a long time yeah, yeah. you got fairy tale is your guys like dead last i i, I didn't <laughs> I think I liked yeah. it more than that. I think There's it would probably I, be... I gave like three stars. Yeah, there's things I liked about it. I'd probably put I, it. I as... had it a little bit higher, but the more I thought about it, the more it annoyed me. And mm-hmm. and I thought it'd be, I thought it'd be a bit of a spicy take to kick off with as well. So yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Jen, do you, you know, you've takes. read literally everything at this point. So why mm-hmm. do, have you have you have you kept a list an ensuing list for yourself? I have not. I have a top five. I have a favorite, and then a four four-way tie Same. for a second yeah okay so. four-way four tie jeez i can't ever decide it's like picking my babies okay yeah <laughs> yeah i i think yeah. i have a top three for sure but i don't have i, I have to really rearrange it hashtag limp biscuit yeah. randall do you have um a, a top <laughs> at all or is it because i know there's a couple of books that you still have to cover right? yeah i haven't i mean i've read probably like 95 92 percent of king's work but i'm i'm, I'm waiting until the end uh, yeah. then we'll, when we do our, our kind of overarching ranking, that's when I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, I still haven't read Billy Summers or later also, so I should, Oh, you'll knock knowing you, you could probably knock those out before I finish this episode. Um, <laughs> like you'll just sit there. Oh, later is actually not that bad. And I'm like, well, Jesus Christ, you started 10 minutes ago. <laughs> it's pretty good. 
It's pretty I fun. Later, it's yeah. fun. Later's like I love uh, Billy Summers. I love I'm exci- Yeah, I don't. I know nothing about. I know Later's like the hard case crime thing. Um, but I know nothing about Billy Summers like at all. So well, you know what it. book I like? I like this ultimate Stephen King <laughs> book, which I would rank <laughs> yeah. high up there. And Me too. I will oh, say yeah. to you, constant listeners. One of the reasons why I think it's as good that we're doing this episode now is that this drops at the beginning of December. Now, what is December but the holiday season, which means that you're getting gifts for your friends. You're getting gifts for your family. And let's be frank, you're getting gifts for yourself. And if you're listening to this podcast, it means that you're a constant reader. And if you're a constant reader, you probably could be a constant quizzer too. So pick it up. Make sure you get one for the family as well. I uh, It has been it, – it's, it's just – it's really cool to see this come into fruition. And, and I, and I will say speaking personally, I, I, I wrote a, a forward for it and it was really surreal to see my name on a book. And I, I gotta say, I, uh, I even cheered up a little bit. So it was, it was really neat. So thank you, Dave, for, for that. And I, I can't thank you enough for that. That is, those, uh, it's really cool. The, the, in an honor, honestly, to be able to be a, in collaboration with you and that's the, to be able to see this, you know, in, in reality, oh, it's, it's, it's just, it's very surreal. Um, thank you. That, that means a lot. And, th- and thank you so much for like, supporting me to the point where you sort of put me on to this episode it, like it, like I, I know you guys have probably been on podcasts that you're big fans of like so this is a somewhat surreal experience but it's like yeah it's, I, i've been buzzing about this all week and um it really means a lot and you know wider than that i think thank you for like what you guys have created with this podcast as well like the community that you fostered alongside you know i've i've got friends on the other side of the atlantic now that i wouldn't have had without this podcast oh, so i love to hear really that. does mean a lot so thank you so much yeah, and, um, well, and yeah if people could check out the book that'd be that'd be great yeah this i mean look you, but, um, you get a sample of it tonight. i mean it's just like i'm not joking oh, yeah. this is so fun like, yeah. I, I love this is oh, such yeah, a cool so way to fun. break up the episode so it, you can do this yourself at home or at the bar <laughs> or uh what, what if I like? Bring, I'm gonna bring it to a, a pub here or something. You <laughs> should uh, just throw it on the table. Who wants to play? You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be a gunslinger me. Yeah. Just stand there like uh, Jesse in uh, in El Camino and just like with your jacket and everything. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, "What's this deal?" Like, what's you know? the uh, what's the bar on um, the audition that Nathan Fielder goes to? Oh, with the, guy. <laughs> the, the alligator or whatever it is. It's or, not like far from here. The alligator, it's the alligator lounge. lounge. Yeah. The alligator lounge. Yeah. What's you gonna yeah. go to the real one or the fake one? Yeah. Oh man, I would love to go there. We'll see if there's a bar at Lexington and 61st Street. Uh, where Oof. isn't that where the Dixie Pig is? It, it, it is. Yeah. Okay. Just finished that chapter in the the seventh uh, Dark Tower. Uh, that's Speaking great, man. Of, that's yeah. a good transition to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. So uh, in December we are uh, finishing up our Dark Tower journey. Mr. Caffrey is along with me. We have episodes on Song of Susanna and Wolves of the Cala, and we're finishing up with the Dark Tower. It's going to be a wild ride, and. Um, yeah, and uh, what else do we have coming up, Mike? We have a Souls Midnight episode. We for do. Yeah, we're kicking around a Souls Midnight right now, and uh, we are going to be celebrating Kingmas again. Um, last year it was a Patreon exclusive, and now we're going to make it onto the main feed. Um, should have a special guest on that. And if you are not familiar with our Kingmas episodes, it's when we uh, share King merch that we would want in real life, but also come up with merch that we do want created. So if you, you know, work for places like Funko or, um, you know, Trick or Treat Studios or any place that creates horror merchandise, listen to the app. 
because we're going to give some free ideas out there. And I think we came up with some pretty good ones. Jen, you're on that episode last year. We get yeah, got a little I think wild. I uh, put pyrokinesis on my wish list. Yeah, I, we, we got a little <laughs> wild and loopy uh, towards the right. end of uh, that episode. Speaking of merchandise, you can find our merch store at losersclubstore.com. And we currently have a sale going on. Uh, 13% off using the code BLACK13. So a little Dark Tower Ooh. themed sale going on. So check yeah. that out. Losersclubstore.com. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, Mike, you were going to say, oh, if you're, you know, you work for Funko or a merchandise place. I thought you were just going to say, uh, you know, send me some action figures. Hey, <laughs> well, hey, Gladly. I mean. <laughs> you know, I'd be totally down. I mean, I personally would like a little bit more King Funkos to give reason to buy them. But uh you know, hey, if you got some Stranger Things Funkos out there in the, you know, in, in your in your back uh, rare house, I, I'll, I'll gladly take a Steve. I didn't pick up one for season four. So, Dan, tell us what's hanging around the Halloween tree in December. Although I don't know if we really know per se yet. So I don't. <laughs> some things were some things are working out. <laughs> just realized uh, our I, next I just season threw will you be the, announced. The thorns there. <laughs> our, you know, our, our, uh, um, yeah, what we've got hanging around is, is Christmas is a beautiful holiday and you should celebrate it. No, but we are doing, we're covering a uh, black Christmas. The, f- the final one. Of the we are three, finally right? going to be doing black Christmas. So yeah, Ooh. it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, weird that we've done, cause we have full episodes on the two shitty black Christmases. Right? <laughs> I know we I was do. on both of those. Uh-huh. And oh, we'll be man. on this one too, for sure. Um, cause we're, you know, this is, this has been in demand forever and, and we're definitely yeah, not going to back horror off. Ever made. It's one of the best horror okay. movies ever made. Um, we promised it back in 2018 and we're still promising it now. And look, we're, we're you know, our backs are to the corner. We can't, <laughs> we've done the other remakes. So what are we going to do? There's what could we possibly do? Um, yeah, I guess I, I'm sorry for for giving you that prompt, Caffrey, because I realized that we are no, no, we it's still okay. have our hey, meeting still... to do. Hey, um, look, yeah, if you want, look, there's plenty of Halloween's content. Like, like, hey, what else do you want? We just finished our fifth season, right? Fifth yeah. season five was it? Yeah. Uh, so you can uh, obviously listen. I think our most recent episode is the ranking of the Evil Dead franchise, which um, is a pretty short episode for us because there's not as many movies out yeah. there. Although we still we actually went pretty in depth on each of them so yeah. yeah and you had a hot um, take of not liking the original evil dead so i'm just joking no, but- <laughs> i'm just joking nobody <laughs> yeah, likes any because yeah. yeah. i was the only one who well no you know i'm not gonna spoil my rankings so you guys can go see for yourself it's true well jen what do you have coming up on psychoanalysis well i think we took a break for thanksgiving but the uh, most recent episode out now is a comfort horror episode on the behind the mask the rise of leslie vernon and then our next episode is on Barbarian. And then tonight we're actually covering The Night House. So that's going to be, I mean, like, feels like a movie that would like scream psychoanalysis, you know? So, so wait, you're yeah. recording right after this? Yeah. Well, that's, that's fun. look, you know, <laughs> he didn't little, write yeah. that short story dedication for nothing. So we, that's, you know, oh, I'm just joking. Me to oh, boy. I'm just oh, joking. Boy. But yeah, no, what, we, have... we are dedicated here. That's why I'll, yeah. I'll say that. But. I've never heard of this behind the mask movie. I'm just looking it up right oh, now. Oh, it's good. It's, it's good. It's right. meta horror. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Well, look, mm-hmm. we are the rise of uh, the losers of Vernon because yeah, uh, nice. look, 2022 ain't over until the Crimson King sings. So for now, just follow us on socials. You could search Losers Club Pod on anything. I'm just not even going to throw the socials names out there because who knows? They might dissolve into the thinny themselves, uh, as we've been saying about Twitter for four weeks now. Um, <laughs> but what we'd really like, this is what I want for Christmas. I want a lot of things for Christmas, or I should say Hanukkah, to be honest with you. Um, I want a lot of things, but the one thing I want more than anything in the world out there, even more than world peace, I'll be, I'm just joking. I, I do want world peace, but I also want five <laughs> bright red p- 
Pennywise Clown <laughs> Noses for our podcast. So go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and give us give us a nice review. I think one of the last ones we had was a little uh, naughty, which uh, you know we'll send some fucking coal to them. That person's getting coal, um, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that up on the Kingmas episode when we come up with our uh, mm. our king treats that we send to our naughty listeners. Um, but yes, please give us a review on there. Give us five. Tell us how fucking awesome we are, and uh, you know we'll appreciate it. With uh, well, maybe we'll read a couple of them on um, I don't know to ourselves in the living room. <laughs> we don't really do that on the podcast. So around the anyway, fire, right? around the fire. We'll do that i'll sit around say, we're not reading our reviews on the book no no we're not doing that at all <laughs> but um, and review uh review dave's book as and well and review so dave's book. oh yeah yep. again once one more plug the ultimate stephen king quiz book as dave mentioned you get it on amazon or barnes noble and leave a very nice review so it gets up there in the rankings and you'll be hearing a lot about this book not only on our socials which you should follow but also on future episodes because i tend to doubt today was the last time we are quizzed um but oh yeah i will say this quiz show is over so until next time we'll be seeing you over long days and, and pleasant, 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 pleasant night This is the end of our show, for now. Tune in next week. If you like our programming, consider searching for other bloody disgusting podcasts, such as Creepy, Horror Queers, The Boo Crew, SCP Archives, Nightlight, Margaret's Garden, and more.